Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. back and and me and the boy jay we're starting a new series jay do i got you loud and clear you got me uncle rob me and jay were sitting around talking and i said jay there's eight weeks left of football man i can feel it bro and he was like well there's a eight you know eight or nine big lsu games to talk about i said let's do a little one weekend episode you know one episode a week let's break down these games odds are if you're listening listening to this right now you already heard Jay break down on an earlier episode about Florida State. So, Jay, what's the what's the next big game on the schedule? I think it's week three, right? Yeah, week three would be uh, Mississippi State in Tiger Stadium at 5 o'clock on ESPN. Oh, man, that's that's got that night feel to it. Oh, yeah. You know I love a night game, right, Jay? Oh, yeah. You can, you can, you can cook all day. You can – Get on your drink of choice all day. As long as it ain't an old Miss uh, night game, and you should be good. Yeah, that's good. That, you and my uh, wife both. Yeah, because uh, them old Miss night games, uh, I think a couple of them was what was the kickoff? Eight something? Eight fifteen? Eight o'clock? Eight eight twelve? Eight I can't do. I mean, I'm just. I just can't do that eight o'clock stuff. That's fifteen hours of tailgating and and before the even game. So if you count even the game, you know that's that's nineteen hours. That's all day. Oh my god, I love it. I, well, I used to love it a lot more. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still all in, but boy, I was young once, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, uh, what I am going to do is give the people a little update. If you, uh, if, if you started listening to our channel, the winners win channel, you, you might not know me and Jay, uh, we've been dear friends for since I would say 2010. Jay, we were in each other's weddings. Me and Jay held season tickets together for four or five seasons at LSU, went to, Dozens and dozens of games together have been to seven away games. Seven away games. Uh, is that even including Austin, Texas? Uh, no. So eight, if you say eight or nine, counting the uh, 
Dallas LSU trip. Miami game. LSU Dallas Miami trip. game. So we've been all over the country together. We've had the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows as fans, as tailgating, as partners. So what this is is just a little deep dive every week into a certain team. Like I said, we got eight big games left on the schedule starting at week three at Mississippi State, and we're going to do once a week. We're going to uh, take out the big games for the rest of the year. And, and by the time we get to that last episode, Jay, it's football season. Hell yeah. All right. I'm in. I know. I know Jay's got some notes right here on Mississippi State. I got a lot of stuff too. Jay, I gotta I gotta start off with me and you have been to Mississippi State before. Yeah, if I if I recall, man, you went to Mississippi State and uh this is just my recollection, so I remember we had to uh stop on the way to get uh the guy who if you really want the inside, you have to call him. He's our one of our friends. Um I'm sure he listens to the podcast. Is a 2015 Mr. Baseball Louisiana Kelbro. Shout out Kelbro. We had to stop and get him some um, four locos. I'm not trying to snitch on the boy, but the boy wasn't old enough to drink then. <laughs> no, he definitely wasn't. Yeah. And uh, he and then we got we got him four of them, all each kind of flavor, and he he drank about half of one, and then he said he you don't. Remember him being as good as he thought they were. Yeah, so, he he was fired so up for then, the weekend. Then I then I remember, uh, you know, you got pretty drunk and then you started kissing a bunch of black girls on the way to uh, the game and then you you borrowed my hat that I got in Arkansas and you threw up all in my hat and I, I ruined that hat and you didn't even, you didn't even watch half the game. Oh my God, your your memory has deceived you, my old friend. So everything he just said was completely backwards to what Jay did in 2015 in Starkville, Mississippi on September the 19th, I want to say. I can't remember. Well, anyways, Jay, did you do all of those things? I I plead the fifth. All right. Well, you know what that means, people. (laughs) Uh, But what a a time that was. I mean, we had – it was Leonard Fournette's breakout year. Mm -hmm. This was Dax, his sophomore season, which if you're an OG LSU fan, you you know that was the year. That was so fun. His year, you know. I mean, he had a, the big yeah, breakout yeah. games at Ole Miss. I think he had – yeah, he had uh, – I, I believe, I mean, I don't have to pull it up in front of him, but he had like 1,900 and like 50-something yards in like 11 games that year. Because remember the Magnese game got canceled, so he only had like three carries for, I don't know, you know, 12 or 13 yards that game. Got canceled like four or five minutes into the game, so he really – he had 1,900 yards in like 11 games, man. So the best Crazy. part about that was McNeese was week one. Mississippi yeah. State was week two. So you didn't know, in, in, unless you were there in Starkville, we were getting that firsthand view of it was Leonard. We were like, oh, this is the Leonard we were waiting on. Hell yeah. It was awesome, man. It was a great time. I, I do have a little nugget of that night. I, I've shared this with several people. I don't care if they don't believe me or not. I do not give two shits. Davis Wade Stadium was the loudest stadium I've ever been into other than Tiger Stadium. And I know it was cowbells. I get it. It only holds, I guess, like 60-something thousand. I think yeah, it's like I think about 65 or 70. Yeah. But the cowbells, <laughs> and on top of that, it was Dax last year. They were they had a great team that year. And that place was I, – I remember walking out. The Tigers won by a missed field goal. I think we won by two, though. Yeah, and uh, Dan Mullen had them rolling, man. Like two or three years in a row, he had them rolling. For they, four or five years stretch, they was Mississippi State was real good. Then they had they, their they guy, got, they had their Heisman yeah. candidate back there. 
Yeah, because the year before they shot up after they beat LSU, they shot up to number one in the country, and they took they went to Alabama and lost by I want to say like eight or eight or ten points. Man, it was a close game. If, if you want to really show your age, I got a random stat for you. The very first college football playoff official ranking came out. That Mississippi State team in 2014 was the number one team. Damn. The very yeah. first one that ever, that ever the, the real one that gets released late in the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, then the following week they had to play the Tide. So that it didn't last long, but they had a great team. We were there in 2015. That's beside the point. I, the little nugget I have is that yeah, place yeah, is fucking yeah, yeah. loud. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jay, uh, go off the top. I got a couple more things. I see they 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 start off with uh, Memphis and Arizona. You know, we got a. Uh, I mean, we got Florida State in the beginning, but right after that, we have Southern. Yeah, and I just, and you know, it's crazy. I know this is off subject, but uh, I just looked up Florida State schedule just to see what. You know, they play a week zero game against somebody else, just like UCLA. Did. Are you serious? I swear, dude, I did not know that. Yeah, they play a week zero game against. Uh, I don't even know Here, who I, it is. I got man. it real quick. ACC. Yeah, it's like. Florida State. So, just like UCLA, they had Hawaii last year, I'm almost sure. Yeah, Hawaii. They got a no-name week zero. And Brian Kelly, he's got a little bit of a – he played Florida State in a real close game last year. Yeah. Florida State actually should have won that game. If they'd have played that kid from UCF the whole game, they probably would have won, actually. I got to make uh, a statement. The team they're playing, they're called Duquenis. Dukes. Yeah, that's what I, said. I don't. Yeah, I've never heard of them in my entire life. Yeah, so if they get a tune-up game, they get a, a scrimmage. That fuck, that really kind of pisses me off. I know that's what I'm saying, man. It sucks. That does really suck. Like Jesus Christ. That, well, that game's gonna be. I'm not. Yeah. That game's gonna be on the Saturday before at 5 p.m. on ACC Network. You get to go ahead and scout the the Florida State before yeah. they come to the Superdome. But uh, so Mississippi State they open with Memphis and Arizona. Uh, one little nugget they. They lost to uh, Memphis last year. Memphis had a pretty steady program for a while, even though uh, yeah, the Florida yeah, State coach, he's at the, – the old Memphis coach, he's at Florida State right now trying to turn them around. Yeah. You uh, you, you got any uh, nuggets about last year's uh, Mississippi State team? Uh, Mississippi State, last year they – I mean, uh, they went 7-6, and 7-5 and five regular season, lost to Texas Tech in the, in the bowl game, you know, um, which – you know, they lost pretty bad to them, uh, like 34 to 7. And uh, they actually was better than their record showed. Uh, they, they got up, they got ranked like twice in the year. They was, it was ranked, I think, at the end of the year with like four losses or something like that. Uh, you know, they, they, LSU beat them, but LSU kind of had their number and actually, uh, out, actually out coached them because, you, but you go look back and look at it on paper. Mississippi State was actually the better team than LSU was, and, and they probably should have beat. They probably should have beat LSU. Mississippi they, they State didn't. had they had some big wins last year, man. Well, right after, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah, they, they beat they beat Texas A&M right at the beginning of the season, man. They beat them. A&M was number 15, but then they turn around and and laid a goose egg. Alabama smoked them 49 and nine. Um, then they then they beat Kentucky at home 31 to 17. Which is really good, and they turn around and barely lost to Arkansas, thirty-one to Which Arkansas had a, I think it's understood thing. Arkansas yeah. had a really good team last year. Yeah, they had a good team last year, and then they turn around and beat Auburn by ten at Auburn, 
the next week. You so know? so wins over Auburn, wins over Kentucky, wins over Texas A and M. They they kind of outplayed us that day. Yeah. We we snuck yeah, away. They, yeah, they just LSU had their number, which is uh, which is crazy that you know the just the year before that Mike Leach. He's always good for one win that he's not supposed to get. Even when he's at Texas Tech, Washington State, he's always going to beat somebody he's not supposed to beat. And that year it was A&M for sure. A&M was, was rolling and it was supposed to be a playoff team. And it was supposed to be A&M. This was right after was Jimbo's be- Jimbo's 10-1 year or whatever in the COVID year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like I said, and then the year before that, LSU was ranked really high. And they beat LSU right out of the gate, which was a surprise and shock to everybody. But if you look at it on the end of the year, then it wasn't really that shock because LSU didn't do that good. And Bo Pelini had the worst defense in LSU history. I don't know what was worse, Bo Pelini la- that Bo Pelini's last time with LSU or that 2008 year when they had co-defensive coordinators. That was the two worst defenses I've ever seen. Ooh, that was rough. That was rough, man. Bradley Del Pivato and somebody else. That some bitch sounds like Bradley. he's from Hackberry. <laughs> No, Bradley, Bradley, no, I don't know. No, he's, he's like he's from Singer. You know, old Bradley Dell Pivoto. Yeah, that's Bobo's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, he, was a, he was a really good special teams coach and a, and a good recruiter in North Louisiana, but as far as defensive coordinator goes, uh, not too good. But no, what was crazy is that in two, 2020, you know, Bo Pelini was supposed to come to LSU. Well he, well, he did come, but, you know, you heard names and this and that. And, and I wasn't too sure, but I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I knew he wasn't going to be good because I didn't know. I didn't know how good he was going to be. I thought, you know, he coached defenses before, but I was kind of skeptical on him because he never really coached against a spread. The only really spread team that he coached against when he was LSU defense coordinator in uh, 2005-7 was really Florida with Tebow and them. And they was the only team that ran, really ran a spread. And, uh, and then so I thought, okay, I still wasn't sold on him. And then I listened to people like Kyle Williams and um, Kelvin Shepard and ex-LSU Harry Coleman on uh, off the bench and stuff, and ex-LSU players that would go on and they would brag, oh, Opelini's going to have them. So they convinced me. I said, okay, they, they're going to be good, man. Opelini knows what he's talking about. These players know a lot more about it than I do. So they know. So I was all excited for playing to get here. And when that first, when that first game out of the gate, you know, you, you want to give a guy a second chance, but when that first guy first came out the gate, when Mississippi State hung, I think it was like 632 yards of offense on LSU. I don't want to sound like Chaz, but I wanted to fire fire him on the spot. I'm <laughs> and telling you, dude. I remember we was at Brody's house. And there was 25 people there, bro. We just won the Natty. I couldn't believe it. I we, couldn't believe it. We just won the Natty. The we we made Bulldog blood with you know, which is uh, Jungle Juice, and the beers are flowing. We we're the I'm the I'm the cockiest son of bitch on the face of the earth because of 2019. Yeah, I know, man. K- Everybody was. KJ Costello comes into a Tiger Stadium with 3,000 fans and some cardboard cutouts, and and he's the Heisman betting favorite after that game. Oh man, that's crazy. That and, and it was crazy. Like I said, that Bo Pelini, you know, he was a defensive coordinator. You know, he was a defense coordinator of Nebraska in 03, defensive coordinator of Oklahoma, and then he was defense coordinator at LSU. But then he went to. Nebraska's head coach and then Youngsville State, and then he come back. He's had experience defensive coordinator, you know. So then the following year, Durante Jones is hired, and he's been a DB coach his whole career pretty much. He actually was a 
he wasn't a defensive coordinator. Last time he was a defensive coordinator job before 2021 LSU was at Franklin High School in Louisiana. He was a defense coordinator in 2003. Then he was a DB coach at uh, Hawaii, and then then he went to Wisconsin. Then he went to Cincinnati Bengals, and he went to the Vikings, and he came to LSU to be a defensive coordinator. So saying that, Bo Fellini gave up 632 yards. I, mean, I understand he was on the field. He didn't give up, but his defensive scheme gave up 632 total yards. And Durante, whose first time ever, you know, being defensive coordinator in a power five college conference, pretty much, he only gave up 486 yards to an air raid offense, which isn't, in the grand scheme of things, it isn't that bad. So, and they, Bo gave up how bad. 632 yards. Bo gave up 44 points and Durante gave up 25. That's that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a big deal. That's a, that's a, yeah. And Durante, so said Mike Leach, he has 10 plays. That's all he has. Correct. 10 plays. Now, now they run out of different formations, different schemes. Variations of those most, 10. Yeah, but it's just 10 plays. So even what I'm trying to get is even Durante was smart enough to realize I just rush three, drop eight, and give him the, give him the short stuff. And that's it. And that's it. And our and something didn't have. He didn't have the. the I, I can't believe he didn't have that. Like I just thought, what in the hell is going on? Man? That was a little telltale so, sign right there, right? Yeah. So so now what I'm getting at is that Matt House, he's coming this year, and he's been a defensive coordinator at Pittsburgh before. He was a defensive coordinator at FIU in '15. He was Kentucky's defensive coordinator and cornerbacks coach 17 and 19 and he was Kansas City's linebacker coach last year for three years so he's had defensive coordinator experience so he so he should be better than Durante he should be I'm not saying he's going to be because after the first game of last year when UCLA UCLA had a, a game pretty much like uh Mississippi State had a coming out of, of offensive showboat you know and I I almost wanted to say I almost had the same feeling about Durante as I had about Bo, but I was like, okay, let's get him the benefit of the doubt because he's new. But at the end of the year, you could see that, that he he improved so much. But so what I'm getting at is that Matt House should have the scheme and the, you, everything you, to take down Mississippi State should. Did you like the Matt House hire? I mean, at first I didn't know who he was, you know, but then, you know, you look, like I, I said, I'm, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of influential. Like I listen to Ronnie Badger talk about him and people that's played for him, you know, talk about Matt House, how good he is. And you just hope that they're right and hope that he's going to fit the scheme and hope that he can relate to the younger kids. And that's what I think Fellini's problem was that he couldn't. So I, I think Matt House is going to be a lot better than uh, both Fellini. And I think he'll, he, he should be better than Durante. I think he should be. Let's, uh, Let's let's run through the 2022 Mississippi State football schedule. I got it pulled up, Jay. If you don't, if uh, right. so, they start off. Yeah, uh, they it. do not have a week zero game. They got a week one game at home against mm-hmm. Memphis, who beat them last year. And yeah. uh, I, I know Mike Leach has had. Uh, he brought in. I think we were on. I go by Rivals. Different people use ESPN. Different people. I, I think you use Go Two Four Seven. According yeah, to Rivals, yeah. we had the. I think the number fifteen, number fourteen class, and they had the number fifteen class. So he's not doing terrible recruiting. Right now, you talking about? No, yeah, the Mississippi State's class that we like, we just brought in. They just brought in the no, number. They, yeah, I think I think they brought in the number twenty six class, twenty seventh class last year. On right on rivals, it's not. It's fourteen and fifteen. I, I got it pulled up. Okay, that's what I said. That's that. You know how that shit is. It's it's all. Yeah, I know, but the one the one I go by is the uh, two four seven composite, which goes by ESPN, 
Okay. I like that. What what did, yeah, what did so we end up on that? Uh, LSU ended up fifteenth. Uh, okay, which was what they were on rival. So that's good. Yeah. So, uh, so I I think that uh I think they bounce back. I think they're gonna beat Memphis off the bat uh this year. Just uh, let me see. Yeah, because they got they got they got Will Rogers coming back. Uh, they got a bunch of players coming back. Man, they got Will Rogers coming back. They're they got, they're go ahead. The two top running backs from last year coming back, and then they got their uh their top cornerback who's probably gonna be one of. Uh, he's not going to be the first cornerback taken in the draft. But he's going to probably go probably second or third rounder, Emmanuel Forbes. He was pretty good. He was one of the better ones in the SEC last year, fourth cornerbacks go. Yeah, I see they're bringing back Dylan Johnson, which they're leading rusher. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Jay Marks is coming back. Will Rogers yeah. will be back. Jay, I know you got a, you got a good Will Rogers stat for me last year. Oh, yeah, Will Rogers, man. He 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 was uh, really, really good last year. And I don't know how it's going to translate to the pros because – a lot of Mike Leach's quarterbacks, I'm not saying they don't get drafted, but they just, they're system guys, you know, because they, they throw the ball so much. But the best thing about Will Rogers was is that he, he threw for almost 4,800 yards last year with 36 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. But the, the best stat on him was out of 683 attempts, he was 74% completion, which is crazy. Very efficient. Throwing the ball that much. Yeah, so, so if he keeps that up this year, he lost. He lost a lot of receivers. He lost like three receivers last year. His uh, his well, leading I mean, receiver was Makai Polk, who 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 had a, over a thousand yards, and that is double from receiver number two. So he lost yeah, his yeah. his main target last year. He had three times the touchdowns. He had nine touchdowns. Yeah. So he did lose his big his best receiver. So that's yeah, good. They, yeah, but like I said, their system. So you know, if they got anybody, they they gonna be they gonna be they ain't gonna be hurting that receiver because they they throw the ball and they spread it so much that it's hard to. Just the only time I remember a, a one uh, particular receiver standing out in the Mike Leach offense was Michael Crabtree because he was one of the better receivers I've ever seen in college. But I see it. But yeah, so I said they, they returned a lot. And they, they Manuel Ford's cornerback that uh, I said is really good. Then they got a transfer from uh, West Virginia cornerback, uh, Jackie Matthews, who's going to be a senior. He's, he's supposed to be pretty good out of, uh, he's one of the top uh, cornerbacks in the transfer portal. So. So they can be pretty pretty solid. Uh, I'm a, again this year. I'm gonna run through their schedule real quick, and I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm yeah, yeah, just go give me a quick yeah. win or loss off the top of your head. <laughs> okay, Memphis. You want to say W, but you, I don't know. Man. Memphis was six. Uh, they ended up being we, six we, and we'll six. Just say, we'll, just say, we'll just say W. We'll say W. Okay, Arizona, who was one and eleven last year. <laughs> We're gonna say a W. Okay, number th- game at, number three at at the Tigers. At Tigers. With a uh, you know, no, we're gonna we're gonna put a L. We're gonna have to put a L right there. All right, so, and that gets me fired up because I think they should beat Memphis and they should beat they should beat Arizona's terrible ass. Yeah, so they should be they should be two and zero. LSU should be one and zero. They sh- LSU. I just seen a no LSU like, will be in two and zero. We got Southern week two. Oh, that's right, that's right. So hey, I was thinking of uh, Florida State. So it be it should be two and zero, two and zero to face each other in Tiger Stadium at night. At night and. And I don't know if, you know, they'll rank Mississippi State, but I've seen the FBI poll say the LSU's number 10. or So, the LSU's probably in the top 15, pre, you know, preseason. So, if they win two, you know, they beat Memphis and then go travel on the road to Arizona. So, they might be – they might look at a top 25 matchup. Coming in the Tiger three. Stadium at night, Bowl, on, on, on yeah. ESPN. You got to love that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bowling Green. I have no idea anything about Bowling Green because yeah, we're not we're, idiots. We're going to put a W. We're yeah. going to put a W. So – so they should be at least 
three and one. Texas A and M. At home, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I got to see what they're gonna do, man. I don't know what Texas A and M is gonna do because they like they lost their quarterback. Uh, I don't know how much they lost. We're gonna save that for a later later conversation. Arkansas, Arkansas is gonna hand them an L. Hand them an L at Kentucky. That's gonna be an L because they got the quarterback back at my at Alabama. That's gonna be an L. I think they'll beat Auburn. I love it. I think they're gonna they're gonna lose to Georgia. They're gonna beat. Uh, East Tennessee State, and I think they'll, uh, I think they'll beat Ole Miss too, man. I think Ole Miss lost it too much. I think, I think Corral is. Uh, I know, I know you can say the Lane thing is a system, but I think Matt Corral was great. No, hell yeah, I think he was good. I agree. I think, I think Ole Miss has won the Egg Bowl the last couple of years. I think the, I think the Mississippi yeah, State yeah. Bulldogs take it back. Yeah. So what was that? Let's one, see. Two, That's one, two, three. three. Uh, four. So they could they could possibly go seven and five again. Seven and five, eight and four. Yeah. So eight and four is a big is a huge year for them. Yeah. I I think they'd be happy with that. I also, I'll, obviously, I don't give a shit as long as we we beat them. It don't yeah. matter. I'm not crazy yeah, about the they, pirate. LSU LSU uh, beats them. I, I don't care. They go eleven and one. No matter. Me. Yeah. Fuck it. Beat Bama. I don't care. Yeah. Beat them. So looking at that, I, I saw that they did lose their receipt, uh, their best receiver, but they got they got a lot of guys back. Other than that, yeah, yeah they lost they lost nine players either the uh, graduation NFL or transfer portal. So they lost their uh, their second lead receiver, I believe, was uh, Malik. He he went he transferred out. Okay, um, and they lost um, one of the cornerbacks. I don't know if he started or not, but. He, you know, he played a lot of games. He transferred out. Aaron Rule. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking right here uh, at the the old the old coaching staff of Dan Mullen. Did God, it was crazy. He was there from '09 to '17. Jay, <laughs> that was a long time. God damn. LSU. You know what's crazy is that he was there for a long time, and LSU never lost to him. And then they picked up. Probably the best, probably one of the best defense coordinators LSU's ever had, in Dave Aranda, and they lost to him twice. Dave Aranda. That is crazy. Well, I do want to play a game with you. We'll, we'll skip over that. Right after Dan Mullen, they hired. It was kind of a surprising thing. It was they hired Joe Moorhead, and I'm pretty sure he was oh, at Penn from, State. Uh, Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Penn State. Uh, he was their offensive coordinator. Offensive yeah. Yeah. And so they hired him. And Jay, do you remember sitting in the rain in 2018? Joe's Joe's first year at LSU, and they had a dog ass team, dude. They were nine and three, and they had those two defensive linemen get drafted in the first round. It was a wet and sloppy night. I'm gonna pull up that. Uh, I'm gonna pull up that score for you in 2018. Do you do you remember that game by chance? No, not off the top of my head, man. All right, I do but, remember they had two guys get drafted in the first round, though. I remember that. Let me see. 2018. Damn, it was 19 to three. I thought I thought they scored more points than that, but I remember us only scoring 19 points. And they only scored three in the rain. I remember that being that was, a, that just was a eight, slugfest. 2018. 2018. Joe's first year. Yeah. yeah. They were. Uh, yep. They ended. Yeah. They ended. No, it was eight and five. That's what it was. A disappointment year because they had a they had a really solid team and they started off three and zero. Oh. I think they had. Yeah, they had their quarterback got hurt. I believe. Yeah. And another kid. That makes sense. So. I, I do want to look back. I'm I'm looking at our uh I'm looking at the last from two thousand till two thousand and twenty one LSU versus Mississippi yeah. State. 
Yeah. From, they only since since two thousand, LSU is nineteen and three versus Mississippi State. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, all all time record they're seventy six thirty six and three. So LSU got the all time record on them. Let's call a spade game. a spade. If we lose in yeah. Mississippi State, that's not good. That's a bad year. That's a bad year. That's fucking Moo Cow State. We should never be losing to these bums. No, and and, and, and since two thousand, the only three games they won. All came on like I'm not gonna say Heisman like performances, but they came on with their quarterback just lit us up, man. Because 2014 at home, they uh, Dak Prescott that was his year that they had him in a Heisman uh, ballot after this game. It's 2014 that was Anthony Jennings uh, was a quarterback at LSU. My quarterback, <laughs> Anthony Jennings. So Dak was a uh, he was 15 for 24, 270 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. He had 22 rushes for 105 yards and one touchdown. So, I mean, he had crazy stats, you know, for for one individual. And that was in 2014. And if you remember, they was beating LSU pretty good. And they put in Brandon Harris at the end, and they yeah. come back and LSU. I only, uh, only lost by five. Yeah, I only lost by five, 34-19. I do remember that. Yeah. 2017, that would have been Coach O's first year. God, that was a rough one, Jay. He was inter, he was interim, interim coach in 2016, so it was 2017, and he hired a guy by the name of Matt Canada. Woo! And that was, they beat the hell out of LSU, 37 to seven that year, at Mississippi State, and Fitzgerald looked like he was going to get drafted in the first round too. He was 15 for 20, 23. He almost had back like numbers. 15 for 23, 180 yards, two touchdowns, uh, and 14 rushes for 90 yards, another two touchdowns. I remember we could do nothing to stop Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, and LSU, I don't know how many penalties they had because all that motion that Matt Canada and they was calling false starts. I, I want to say they had like 11 or 12 penalties that game. It was it was one of the roughest games I can remember watching on TV ever. You know, you, you obviously put that 2011 championship game versus Alabama as number one, this one would be least top three worst games I've ever seen as an LSU fan. That's a fact. State lost. And then they, then 2020, the COVID year, we already talked about that. Uh, Costello was 36 for 60 with, with 623 yards, five touchdowns, and two picks. Let, so, that's a, so that's all the losses from, let, let's yeah. just start, uh, let's say 2010. Let's talk about the wins from here and there. See, tell, I, want, I want to know. I'm going to tell you what I remember of each of these games, and you tell me what you remember. So we'll start back last year. Last year, I remember it being uh, we won 28 to 25. I remember it was at Starkville. I remember. Yeah. A, I remember. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Two of their players ran into each other, and it opened up a route for like Jeray Jenkins or something, or or, yeah. or Kayshawn Butte, and he scored like a 70 yard touchdown off of a off of a, a shithead play of two of their players running together. You remember that? Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even that good of a throw by Johnson. It just was Yeah, it was right up the middle. Yeah, right up the middle miscommunication. These two dummies run into each other. And it we was, end up winning by three. Four. It was that Emmanuel Ford, somebody hit him. You know that somebody hit that uh Emmanuel Ford like on a on a uh, crossing route. It was almost like a screen play by their own player. So uh, that's what I remember for that one. The year before we already talked about it's KJ Costello, it's COVID year opening game. I, that was a hard break. Nineteen, yep, nineteen. Joe, Joe, that's Joe Burrow's year. We only scored thirty six yeah. on him, but it was at Davis Wade. It was the day before my birthday. I remember watching it at the house. 
uh, we scored. We won thirty six to thirteen. It was never really close. Yeah, but it, it, it was kind of a yeah. It was kind of a you know. It was like they didn't get up for that game for some reason. That's one of the only games I can remember that they didn't get up for. Yeah, it was like an. It was either eleven o'clock or two thirty because I know it was a day game. It wasn't a night game. Yeah. So I I remember that, but it, so thirty six was a real low number for us to score in twenty nineteen is what what stands out to me. Twenty eighteen, you and I were there. It was a slugfest in the rain. I don't know if you remember or not, Jay. It was LSU opened up that end zone bar or whatever, and I went in there and I fucking yeah. I think I got in a, I got in a pushing fight or you, some shit with a guy. You and Daddy. Yeah, me and Daddy. That's right. So that was that year in the rain. We had I remember trying to get out of the rain. The year before that was the Nick Fitzgerald year, twenty seventeen. Coach O's first year, thirty seven to seven, brutal. Twenty sixteen. See if you remember what you remember about this. Twenty three to twenty in twenty sixteen at Tiger Stadium. Me and you were there. What do you do? You remember anything about that? 23 to 20, um, 2016 with Danny Etling. Oh, that was the mustard. Uh, mustard yellow jerseys. Yeah, mustard. That's when Leonard Fournette stiffed on that dude to the ground. Correct. Leonard, the mustard jerseys, Les Miles was still that there. Was, that was the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. Be- Les Miles gets fired the next week at Auburn. You and I went. Yeah. Les Miles was still the coach. We lost. We won 23 to 20. I remember just me and you leaving, bitch, being like, God, really? We're just underwhelming, but we still won. A uh, year before that, 2015, that's when we were there. 21 to 19, Leonard's breakout, you know, his sophomore year. You slept through the second no. half because you were wasted. <laughs> I thought it was you we, we said earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was me. I'm sorry, I forgot, but really it was you. Okay, so 2014, Jay, that's the DAC, the, the massive DAC year, 34 to 29 at Tiger Stadium. You was at that game. I was not at that game. Yeah, I was there. What, uh, that, I think that's why 2015 I was so fucking nervous, Jay, when we were at, at Starkville because DAC, my last memory of DAC is – him putting on this Heisman performance in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't know. What, I, I don't know why we decided to go to that game because you know we were trying to pick games that we because our first road trip out of the gate was was that Ole Miss, you know, but we lost that one. So I, we was trying to pick sure wins, and I, for some reason we went to um, Mississippi State and. Man, we just—I I think LSU pulled that one out. I mean, I'm so glad that 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 was one that we needed because after our our yeah. overall record, like we really needed that win. Yeah. So, uh, the year before that, uh, 59 to 26 in 2013. That, that I mean, that was that great offensive year we had with Odell, Mettenberger, Jeremy yeah, Hill, Jarvis Landry. One of my favorite years. Uh, shout out Chad Beebe. I know he listens. He, I mean, the boys are usually on every podcast. I, we watched that at his house in uh in his hometown in Hornbeck. I remember watching that next to his dad, Doug Beebe. And uh we were just a machine on offense that year, boy. All right, twenty twelve before that, Jay. This is one that I do not remember. I can remember something about like, every single one of these games. Thirty seven to seventeen. Yeah, that was Matt's first year. Uh I can't remember one thing about the game, dude. I can usually remember a play of every game. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, uh, I don't remember what happened. In, I mean, uh, it was a decade ago. Yeah, as I said, I don't remember what happened in 2012. I can, you know, I, a lot, but 2011. What stands out to me uh, about 2011 because that was our. They, they probably, they probably skull drugged it. No, actually, that year they I did. Think, let me see. 20. It's probably 19 to three. It was 19 to six. Good job. That was okay, the only say. game we played, That's other the than the game, game of the century. Because they had, they had a good game. They had a good year that year, and they had a. Uh, uh, Dak was like a freshman or something, and uh, they did a two-quarterback system. 
Yep. And they had a uh, they had another guy named Russell. I think year. his last name was Russell. Yeah, they was good, man. They was good that year. They really was. They they took LSU to the wire and they, not the wire, but closest game LSU played all year except for Bama and. Bama's closest game besides LSU, yeah. both Mississippi State. We were the best team in the country with year. Bama, and they played us close, yeah. and we beat yeah. the brakes off of everybody that year. Everybody, man. So that's what stands out to me in the last decade of the LSU versus Mississippi State. Uh, I think I, I think I, I really think, man, that we're going to house them dudes this year because last year they should have probably beat us. If I'm going to call a spade a spade, I think they yeah. they should have beat gonna, us last year. We're going to house them with Coach House. We're going to house them with Coach House. I think uh, that's a homer take, and I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it. The year before they beat us, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, golly, we should be zero and two against these bums. We're one and one the last two years, but I am I am fired up. The uh, looking uh, Leach has been there. This will be Leach's third year, right? Leach's third year, yeah. He's eleven and thirteen in three years, seven and eleven in conference play. So he has a losing record in the SEC and overall, you know. And, what, uh, give give me that stat again. He's eleven and thirteen in his first two years at uh, Mississippi State, and he's seven and eleven in conference play. So last year, Mississippi State's record in twenty twenty one seven and six. So what is a yeah? What what's can are you or would they be happy? Look, I don't have the pulse on the fan base of at and start no, build, nor do you. But do you think they'd be happy with seven and six again? Or did the? No, I mean, I not, think some not, of them not, hillbillies, Jay. No, not, yeah, not not with uh, Will Rogers coming back. You know, not with one of the better quarterbacks uh, they've they've had in, in a while since you know Fitzgerald or Dak uh, coming back. And and no, I don't think they would be happy with seven and six. And that, that's that's with the bowl game. So you know, six and six winning their bowl game. So that that's that wouldn't. So they went seven and five last year and lost their bowl game. Oh, so, eight and four is yes. what they're hoping for. Eight and four. Take yeah, a step. And They're and four, four and four in yeah. the SEC last year. Probably take a step forward and get a winning SEC record. But I, yeah. I know you're not the biggest Matt Muscona fan, and I haven't listened to him since last football season, but he does say something I like. He's like, he says, you have to have Mississippi States and the and the old misses in the Arkansas. You need them to be held down and not be good because the rest of your schedule is hard, dude. Like You, you need oh, to take yeah. care of the Mississippi States in the world. And uh, and the, it's yeah, been tough the last couple of years. Yeah, it's just well, the last two years, you know, with all that's been going on. You uh, surprised they had, like you said, I'm surprised they are one and one. I know you sit here and think about it, and, and they like I told you, they, Mississippi State was better than LSU on, on paper. They were, they was. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not no, you know, me, I'm I'm the biggest bias LSU fan with LSU goggles on. And I can tell you, sit here and tell you that Mississippi State was better than LSU last year. That's a fact. Better quarterback. Yeah. So you got the. If you listen to this, you got the breakdown. Us talking for forty minutes about Mississippi State is pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> I'm I'm happy with yeah. it. Next week, uh, we're gonna go ahead and do Auburn, which that would be week five on the schedule. But in but but after Mississippi State, it's New Mexico. We're not doing the bullshit games. Yeah, yeah. So Southern New Mexico, UAB, and. Uh, Three, yeah, we're not fucking with none of that. So next week, if you're listening to this, uh, it's a Wednesday night. I'm going to upload it tonight. If you're listening to this, it's probably Thursday morning. But next week, me and Jay will come back with Auburn. We hope you enjoyed this. I had fun. Jay, did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, always, man. Always. Hey, this is Winner's Win. Thanks for tuning in. 
Winners win.